Hey, what's up guys? Ron here, captain of the Straw Hats crew for another episode of the Straw Hats Adventures podcast. Today, I have finally, <laughs> I have finally made it to one week. So in today's episode, I'll actually talk about the week uh, after I record the last one. So let's start where I have finished it before, where I have ended it, which was uh, in Larva, right? I was in that town and I was very convinced that I was gonna just leave in that moment. But then I just, I then I thought, you know what? Um, I'll just stay here for one night. I have to uh, repaint some of the some of the marks that people have drawn in my van because they were kind of fading away because of the sun, because of the rain, whatever it is it caused it. So I stayed there and people were actually like really noticing me work on it and it was quite fun. And then many people actually stopped by to see the van because, you know, in a small town population of 500 people, they know whenever there's a new car and there's a new person around, and if, if there is a van that is converted, they are like, what the hell? You know, it's kind of so different. So I'll tell you, right after I recorded the last episode of the podcast, this guy came out of nowhere. Uh, he saw the van and he was like, hey, you know what? In Spanish, everything in Spanish, right? Hey, you know what? I'm also trying to, I also want to convert my own van. I'm, all, I'm already looking for some uh, options to buy. And do you want, can, can I can I check it out? Can I check out your your conversion, what you did, so you can have some ideas? And then we talked about the the van for a while, and then he asked me what I was doing here, and I'm like, you know what? I I'm not from here. I'm actually from Brazil. And he probably noticed that I was like from somewhere else, from my accent and my bad Spanish. But th then I told him the story of me searching for for relatives because my my great grandparent was born there. And, and then he asked me the, the surnames of them. And, and then I, I told him it was Pedro uh, Cardenas Capilla. And then he said, you know, I don't know anyone with that surname, actually. And then this older guy, like in his 60 or something with his walking stick, came by because he knew him. He knew this other dude, which I think was called Fran. And this guy was called Miguel, the older, the older one. And we started talking. He has the same thing. I told him what, what I was doing there. And he was like, okay, so what's the name? I told him. And he and then he said, no fucking way. Not in these exact words. But he said, my mother was named Capilla as a surname. And then I thought, fucking hell. And I said, it, fucking hell, what? Really? That's such a fucking coincidence. And he said, my, my uh, brother-in-law. The, the, my, my, my wife's uh, my wife's husband is named Juan Cardenas and Juan Cardenas coincidentally is the same name as my name in Spanish which is fucking amazing so I'm like how come in one fucking hour I get this hope of meeting relatives from like a hundred maybe more years ago that's so fucking crazy so I asked uh, Miguel if I could meet Juan the next day and then he said yeah so that increased increased my motivation to stay in that place a lot all right and then uh, I stayed there for the night uh, some of the younger people get around 20 21 ish we started talking to them I started talking to them 
And then some kids showed up and kids are like genuinely curious and they have no fear of asking questions. So the guy, the, the 20 year olds just left and then the kids stay there. And then I spent honestly an hour there with the kids. They were gathered all around me. I was sitting on the fence and they just kept asking questions about the life uh, of living in a van and the places that I've been so far. And I had an amazing time with with the kids, I was telling stories to them. I never thought I had this in myself, but I was telling them stories of how I've lived so far in these six months of adventure. And they were like, whoa, that's amazing. So I asked them questions and we had just a very nice conversation, me and the kids. They asked if they could sign on the van and I'm like, hell yeah, you can't just, just don't make it too big because there were like 10 kids. So kids, as amazing as they, as they were, they just chose a small spot in the van and they put the uh, Los Larvenios, which is like play people that were born in Larva. And below that, they all signed their names. And when they did that, they, they told me, you know what? You got to do it as well. You got to sign your name here because you are from Larva. And that just filled my heart with joy. I have no fucking idea. That was crazy. Oh, my God. It made me so fucking happy. Honestly, incredibly happy. So anyways... Uh, the next day, I went down to the to the town. Asked, I, I went to the uh, ayuntamiento, which is the town hall. Asked for people that was named Cardenas or Capilla, and then they told me that there was uh, this woman down there that just went to the shop that was named that uh, was uh, the wife of of Juan Cardenas, and she had a mother named Capilla. So I went down there, spoke to her, and she said. My husband is it's there. My husband is, is that one. So I just had an amazing conversation with Juan Cardenas. And uh, we, we talked for about 15 minutes, took a picture. And you can see the picture in my Instagram. It was honestly amazing. So left the place and went to Granada, right? And I was going to stay only for one day in Granada because I was looking for... This, this guy who has had visited my family like 20 years ago or more because he went there to Londrina, which is one hour from my birth city, Maringá, uh, to do some project in the university and he ended up meeting all the family, right? Became friends with them. And he knew me when I was like seven, six, seven year old or <laughs> very young. And I've never seen him anymore after that. So but the only thing that I knew was that he lived in Granada and that he worked in the university. So I went around Granada to all the places. He's a musician, so to all the music places and all the university facilities that he might have been. And unfortunately, I could not find him. But I took the opportunity to spend the night in a hostel because uh, when I was leaving Larva, some guy was blowing dirt off uh, of the road. And a lot of dirt came into my bed, to, to my bed, into my, to my van, and so like the bed sheets were full of fucking dirt, so I had to wash them. So I'm like, hey, you know what? I'll just spend the night in the hostel, and that'll be fine. So I took the opportunity to exercise in the terrace, right? Because nice view, and why the hell not? Uh, it's better than going to a park because there's already a place there, in the in the hostel. So I went there, and there was this girl talking on the phone. And she was very beautiful. And I just said hi to her, went down to my business, did exercise and did some meditation. And when I was starting the meditation, and I have to say, I, I uh, kept looking, glancing at her from time to time when I was doing the exercise. 
And uh, yeah, she's so fucking beautiful. And then I sat for the meditation after exercise and then I, I heard her leaving and then I, I was beating myself. I'm like, fuck, I should have talked to her. And you know what? Uh, in the podcast, I talk about everything that happens in the adventure. I talk about everything openly because here is like the making of, right? Of the, of the whole adventure. And the bad parts and the most like feeling parts, I will talk here. All right. So I'll, I'll just say everything and uh, insecurities and all that kind of stuff. So I was beating myself that, fuck, I should have talked to her. But then I just focused on meditation 15 minutes. I had a really nice meditation that day. I was really like feeling my breathing, living at the moment. And then in the end of it, like the last minute, I heard someone walking up there and I'm like, oh my God, maybe that's her. If, if, if my meditation ends and she's still here, I will take the opportunity to talk to her. And then... It ended and then I, I stood up and then, you know, I, I realized that she was um, having like a kind of a sad conversation. And I'm not going to reveal her name here for privacy, but she was she was having a very nice, uh, a very sad uh, conversation from the sound of her voice. So the first thing that I said to her was like, hey, are you all right? Uh, she was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. And then I really because I, I heard you talking and you sounded, sounded kind of sad. And she was like, you know, it was just, it was kind of a sad conversation. So I'm like, yeah, um, you know what? My name is João. Uh, nice to meet you. And she said, my name is blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then we just started talking. and had the most amazing, genuine, uh, authentic conversation there. And then after that, she, and I was feeling confident. I was feeling good like around her. She made me feel like that. And then she was like, you know what? I was thinking of just going for a beer and tapas and maybe some sangria. Do you wanna do you wanna join me? And I was like, you know, I was gonna invite you for the same thing. Hell yeah, let's let's do it. And then uh, we went for for these. We went to hang out and um, we we had this really nice uh, moment there uh in the in the in the in the bar slash restaurant had a really nice conversation very confident very authentic like it made her laugh it was awesome you know it's just so beautiful i uh was really falling for her at that moment but i had to leave the next day so the place was closing we were like looking for another place we just couldn't find anything we're walking around walking around found nothing so we were by a river and then i just said hey you know what just let's chill here for a while so we were looking at the river having a nice conversation and i said you know what i i thought you know what i uh i'm leaving tomorrow i might as well just make my intentions clear so i told her you know what i'm, I'm attracted to you and then i i i uh did my thing there went for a, a kiss but not very like aggressive and then she she was like you know what i broke up with my my boyfriend three months ago and i'm feeling like, let's not rush this and I'm not feeling it right now. So, yeah, we just went back to her place and she said, hey, so do you want to stay for like more days and maybe go with me to uh, on Thursday? Was This was Tuesday. Maybe go with me on Thursday to um, this historical place. And then I'm like, you know what? I, I, I can't stay if I'm not sure of anything happening. And he was... I was so like aggressive, not aggressive, but I was so like hurrying the situation because of the fact that I was living also because I, because of my porn addiction, right? That I told before, I was really like 
feeling the drive to just have sex, you know? And I, I, my mind wasn't really allowing me to wait that much and not having something for certain, you know? So I told her, all right, so you just, you just tell me, see you tomorrow or goodbye, right? And she was like, you're so dramatic. And I'm like, and I know I am. And that's kind of fun, isn't it? And then we left for a moment and she was like, you know what? Take the, the, the night to think about it. And then I just said nothing. But during the night, I realized, you know what? I'm going to stay because this might become something. So I stayed for the next day, did my exercise in the morning. I met her in the terrace and then I said, hey, uh, I decided to stay. So, but can I really, can I actually invite you for a real date? And then she was like, yeah, maybe we can do that for sure. Uh, maybe tonight, I said. She was like, yeah, sounds good. But then, because she had plans with another friend that day. And then she said that tonight would be good. But then she texted me later saying that uh, he was going to stay until later. So maybe we should hang out the next day, which was Thursday. So she invited me for this another free uh, kind of like tour around town in the morning. And then we're going to spend the day together and then go to this um, historical place in the afternoon. So I went, I, so I went there. Uh, and like I honestly left the place that I was one hour before the tour because I thought you know what I, I need to find a place to park and with the van it's so hard and I need some time to actually find a place that's near enough I couldn't find it honestly like I spent an hour trying to find a place I ended up having to go to this place that was two kilometers away 10 minutes from the starting of the tour so I just ran two kilometers like without stopping and I got there I was like <gasps> and I got there before her but she, she arrived like a minute later we realized that the tour that we're gonna have in English was one hour after the one that uh, was in Spanish and that was so weird because in the website it was 10 o'clock and not 11 but then we we're like you know I'll just let's just have some breakfast here let's chill and then we we saw this train slash bus kind of thing and she's a weirdo all right and then she was like hey look at that trust she mixed the bo both words and that's really something that i love because i do it all the time and then I, i'm like yeah look at that brain <laughs> so yeah we left for a moment and i was like you know what, what do you, you want to go for that because we don't have the tour and she had to work uh 12 she works remotely she had to work uh 12 o'clock and i'm like we can just leave anytime and uh you can work you know whenever just let me know when you want to leave and we can we can go uh for you to work or whatever so we had this amazing uh like train slash bus also known as bruh uh, trust trust our brain uh hanging out situation and then we, we stopped for a bit in this bull arena to check it out and you know, we started having a more close uh, kind of talk. I started showing my intentions more and I put my arms around her. I didn't go for the keys, but I did go closer. And then she was like, hey, you know what? If you if you are going for, if you go to kiss me, if you kiss me now, I'm going to slap you. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to get real close. So I got like 10, like five centimeters from her mouth, but I did nothing. And I don't know if I should have actually. I don't know if she was kidding, if she was like testing me or anything, but things got weird after that. And I'm not the kind of person that can fake 
feelings or situations. So if I if I'm there and I feel like it's weird, I will act weird. I don't know how to act normal, honestly. But she was really trying to talk to me and I, we engaged in these conversations, but it, it did not turn into anything more than that after that. So we left the the brain and she was like, hey, so I'm going for the... Do, do you want to wanna hang out with me in the, in the hostel? I know you're not there yet, but I feel like it should be fine. And then I, I did something that I re regret, honestly. I said to her, you know what? I think I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go because I... I'm showing my intentions here and I don't, I don't see like it being like returned. So I, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to, you know? And, and then she was like, but you just do not want to be friends. And I'm like, yeah, but it's just, I don't know. It's just not the whole day. It just feels kind of uncomfortable, you know? And then, and then I left and then I uh, really regret that doing that because she was such a sweet girl and then I I imagined how she was feeling and maybe thinking that she might have done something wrong so I texted her later telling her that I'm just a fucked up addicted guy in a rehabilitation and that I I just couldn't handle in that situation being with her and not getting in return what I was feeling for her so I left the place and I honestly if you're listening to it to this you know that I'm talking about you and uh, I wonder if I had stayed there and if I had taken you to that viewpoint which you you told me that you want to go with me during the night I I wonder if if we're gonna have an amazing romantic night there all right and I will never know no I will never know but I do regret that because you're the sweetest nicest girl and I would love to have had some romantic time with you and uh, have kissed uh, this beautiful lips of yours and maybe have turned that into something else but anyways enough of this talk i left that place went for the next destination which was uh the highest mountain in continental spain known as mount mulesen and mount mulesen was uh, three, it's 3,400 meters above surface level, uh, above uh, water level, uh, sea level. And the uh, highest place that you can get with a car is a village called Capileta, which is 1,400 meters above sea level. So I parked the van there and I realized that you had to take a bus to this viewpoint that was 2,700 meters uh, above sea level, so very close to the, to the peak. And then the bus was, was going to leave at like 10.30, uh, 8.30, and then go coming back at 4.30. So because I was there and I realized that uh, too late, I, I stayed there for, the, for one more day. So I was working a lot and it was a very productive day. I made this video that I wanted to go viral. And right now we are really making an effort for it to do so. So... I put my alarm for 7 a.m. Uh, I slept earlier and the next day I woke up at 8.45, 15 minutes after the bus left. And then I'm like, fuck, what the hell happened? And then I realized the alarm was set for Monday to Friday. And I'm like, fuck. And it was the only alarm out of the like 10 alarms that I got that was set for Monday to Friday. Like fucking hell. What should I do? What should I do? Should I go down there and see if, they, if there is a space for the 10.30 bus? But then... The place was closed, no one was there. 
So I had to make very like quick decision. I'm like, I have to go walking. And it was four hours walk to the starting point, right? So I left at nine and had this amazing hike, four hours walk. Actually, I did it in three and a half to the starting point. Beautiful. Um, and when I got there, I wasn't still feeling so, my legs so, uh, soaring too much. But then it was just starting. It was like an hour and 45 minutes more to the peak. I did it. And I honestly was like losing hope that I was going to get the bus back for at 4. 15 actually uh, because I started going up at 2.15 oh no no I started going up at like 1.15 uh, and I thought that was going to take like 2 hours at least 2 hours three, uh, two hours and a half to get to the peak but I met this Kiwi guy from New Zealand in the middle that actually gave me a mask because something else right you can always get you can only get the buzz if you have a mask so I was double fucked you know but anyways uh, he gave me a mask. We had a really nice conversation. He said, you know what? You're only like 30 minutes from the peak. So I went up to the peak, had an amazing time. I was like, hell yes. I can't believe I did it. Uh, so now I only, I, I, it was like one hour and 15 minutes for the, uh, for the bus to leave. And I'm like, if I made it in here in one hour, 30 slash 45 minutes ish, I can make it down one fifteen because the muscles that I used for going up is not the same to go down. So I could actually run down, uh, and I'm pretty good at that, to be fair. So I did that. I arrived down there to the bus thirty minutes before it left, and I was just having the greatest time ever. Honestly, I was happy. I was content. I was fulfilled because this was like the most successful day fucking ever, right? So. I got the bus down there. It was my legs were like dead, dead, fucking dead. So I left the place. Uh, I left the mountain, went down to the to the sea level because I wanted to take a shower in the beach first. And then I stopped at Lido for a while to get some food. And then when I opened my wallet, my card wasn't there. And then I'm like, fuck, what the hell happened? And then I remembered that I had left my card in the cash machine up there in the mountain because they only accepted uh, cash or transfer. And the cash machine wasn't working, so I forgot to get my to take my card away from the cash machine and transferred it to them uh, using the phone. So I had to go back up the mountain one hour, one thousand four hundred meters elevation again. My like with the fear that my car would overheat because it did the first time. So I was very very stressed. Honestly, I was like ah fucking hell. So I went up there, talked to all the businesses around. They haven't seen my card, so. I slept in the location and it was, and to my luck, it was Saturday and Sunday everything is closed. So I couldn't really go to the town hall or anything or the bank. So I'm like, fuck, I'll, I'll waste two days here. I can't believe that I'm going to waste two days here. Uh, but I have to stay until Monday. But then the next morning I realized, you know what? I do have, like, the, the probability of my card staying, like, being here, it's so small. Because when I actually tried the cash machine, the bank was already closed for the weekend. So the, it couldn't be in the bank. It wasn't in the businesses. And it wasn't in the mailbox because I checked for the for the town hall. So, so the probability of it being there was very small. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to hurry up, go to the next destination. I'm going to leave the guy that was trying to help me there with my details. And if, the, if he sees something, all right, I'll can, I can come back. But if he doesn't, I'll just move on, order a new card. 
Uh, and it's so hard to, to order something because I'm always on the road. So I need to plan ahead where I'm going to be. So I ordered it to, to, uh, to my address in Bavaria with, with my friend Philip. And I was so lucky that I had Giada calming me down. Giada, by the way, I don't know if I talked about her in this uh, podcast, but she is my first, the first mate of the crew. She's Italian. She's an amazing girl that always calms me down. She's fully into the adventure, and she we always work together, like basically every day. So yeah, uh, she's an amazing person, and hopefully she's gonna be recording the podcast soon. I'm gonna visit her in Turin very soon, in like a week or something. So. Yeah, maybe she's going to record a podcast with me. Who knows? Who knows? But anyways, uh, yeah, maybe she will because I'll be there exactly in one week. Oh, wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, you guys are going to know Giada. That's awesome. She's going to travel with me for like four days into Bavaria. And then on October, she's going to come with me for, for sure, like uh, permanently. So anyways, I left and went to this place uh, and, and drove to, the, to this beach uh for for a shower and fuck man so fucking hard. i went for a shower and then I, I saw these girls like with these amazing bodies having having a shower and, and then my brain just went fully fuck fully like porn uh material like the the, the my brain just went porn uh how can i say sad settings and then i'm like fuck i, I fuck my shit they are so amazing so i stopped there they were like on the shower that i was i was about to take a shower and i wanted to talk to her but in a way that i'm in a like sexualization way that i i needed sex you know and then i'm like fuck fuck what what should i do so, so they left and then i like fuck i need to calm down and i cannot jerk off i cannot at any like i cannot masturbate at all in any fucking uh like occasion i can do it so i find a way to calm myself down I had a cg calm me down a bit so yeah uh i left for this other destination which is one of the most amazing places in spain which was in yesterday oh actually i uh I, I i explored it today but i arrived yesterday sunset and then i parked my van where it was so beautiful. It was like a sunset. And then I'm like, you know what? There's a, sp a spot here. I'm just going to park the van here. It is, uh, is a very beautiful place. Just stayed here for five minutes contemplating the the, uh, the view. <laughs> and for these five minutes that was there, I noticed these two women. A younger girl, a younger woman, a younger girl, younger woman or younger girl uh in her, in her 18s and these uh, older woman in her 40s or something and they were passing by the van and I, I noticed them with my peripheral view and then just the woman like passed my van and i'm like okay so is is the younger girl is and then i thought is the younger woman like reading my van because that's so rare you know that's so fucking rare it doesn't happen at all you know so I went there and I, I, I just looked at her for like, I'm like, te gusta in Spanish. And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, fuck, I'm so lucky that you don't speak Spanish because my Spanish sucks. <laughs> and then we started having these amazing conversations, me, her and this woman, which turns out that it was a mom and her daughter traveling from, from Germany to Lisbon, which is like the opposite direction of my travels. 
we have this amazing conversation that like super genuine super nice and they ended up inviting me for for dinner and then we had this amazing dinner she paid for me she insisted and and uh i am forever grateful for that her name the name of the girl is greta and we like she's 18 we we uh like connected instantly in me and her mother as well in a, in such a genuine way you know not nothing romantic nothing sexual just very genuine like family you know and uh, she her name is Greta and the mom's name is Birgit which i don't know if i'm saying correctly Birgit stuff like that and wow we in the end of the night we hugged four times <laughs> they said to me that an average person needs 12 hugs a day and i'm like who the hell is bringing that average up because it's so rare for me to have that but anyways that really uh helped me out in, and made me end the day very happily so i woke up today it was monday and went for the adventure it was a very dry place called uh what was it parque natural del cabo de gata and it was like a very dry place with a lighthouse, water very like crystalline, bluish, beautiful, 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 you know. And then I saw this girl who was delivering some flyers along the way and, and then in, on my way, and she was like super beautiful. And then um, on the way back, I'm like, fuck, uh, my, brain, my brain will not like, will really regret if I don't talk to this girl. So I started talking to her. We had a nice conversation. It turns out she went to Brazil for a while and she spoke a bit of portuguese so it wasn't it was less awkward and then i started kind of you know uh leading the conversation more far away from the french side and more to like hitting up on her he, uh, he, he, how do i say this hitting on her but in like a respectful way you know but then uh i realized like she had a boyfriend and like i just you know it was nice to meet you, so I, I left. And then I I wanted to do like two adventures a day, and I did it. I came to this place uh, where I am right now. It was true, almost three hours drive to here. This place called, which is also one of the most amazing places in Spain, which I am right now. It's called Salinas de San Pedro. And then I got here. I was up day, uh, uploading some stories, and then I went down to the beach to uh, check it out. And then I saw this girl with, like, she. Oh my God. She is probably, and and you you guys are probably thinking now, man, this guy is not Luffy at all because Luffy is a sexual. This guy is more like Sanji, and you are right. I got really like a Sanji blood in me when it comes to women, fucking out. But I'm always respectful towards her, you know, of course. But I cannot like it's something. It's a drive, you know. I'm very my, my sexual drive is very strong. So I saw this girl. She was topless, like laying on on her on her, her on her chest, just having some sun. And she had these amazing, beautiful, beautiful legs. And then and then I just I I just passed by her, and I was I was looking at her. And I'm like, this girl is probably one of the most beautiful girls I've ever seen. Oh my god! So I passed by her, and I the and then the only thing that my brain could think of was her was her. And I'm like, fuck! Should I talk to her? That's so weird to talk to her, and she's like half naked topless how do i approach her and be not be a weirdo and because like it's her body's so beautiful i don't know oh my god I, I don't even know what to say to her what the fuck am i gonna say to her you know so i went back there and looked at her passed 
by her and the only thing my brain was thinking was like like dude you have to talk to her i'm not gonna like give you any uh like i'm gonna not gonna give you any rest if you don't do that and i knew my brain wasn't gonna give me or any rest so i uh I saw her turning around and I saw her breasts and I'm like, can't this girl get any more perfectly physically? She had the most beautiful breasts I've ever seen in my entire life. They were naturally, they were perfectly sized and I'm like, shit. So this guy came and I thought that she was alone, but then this guy came to her, but they had no physical contact, right? So I thought maybe it's a friend, right? So, but it, fuck what should i tell her because my spanish is not even that good it's gonna be so fucking awkward and weird and embarrassing so i left for the van i'm like you know it's not gonna happen but then my brain the closer i get to the van my brain was like you're not gonna i'm not gonna give you any rest you have to go back there you have to talk to her and i'm like fuck brain what the fuck should i say she's stopless she's like with her breasts showing and like half completely half naked and what the hell how can i not make this creepy you know and then I'm like, fuck, I need, I need a ciggy, I need a ciggy. So I, I smoked a ciggy. And honestly, I stayed like 15, 20 minutes there. I couldn't even think of the adventure anymore. But I stayed there for 15, 20 minutes before the ciggy, thinking, fuck, should I go? And I was walking towards the van and walking back. Should I talk to her? Should I just tell her how beautiful she is and how, like, I cannot, like, if I was going to die tomorrow, I would regret not talking to her. And then I went back to the van, got a ciggy, and then went back there. And I told myself, you know what, when this Siggy is done, I'm just going to breathe for three seconds and go there. And then I'm just going to be authentic to her. I'm just going to get there and I'm just going to say, hey, I think you're like one of the most, I think you're probably one of the most, actually, I think you're probably the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. And it, only, it honestly took me 15 minutes to build up the courage to come here to talk to you. And I would, I would look her in the eyes. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even look her in the body. I would make the effort of looking her eye to eye, not to make that creepy at all. And then I would be like, you know, do you wanna, do you wanna do something? Do you wanna go for like a beer or something? Because honestly, my heart's beating so fast right now. But I had to come talk to you. What is your name? I, I, I was honestly gonna say that. So I dropped the cig, and I'm like, okay, it's time. And I was, I was sweating. I was feeling my heart beating. I was feeling so nervous. But I went there. And the closer that I got to her, the, the, the more nervous that I got. But then I'm like, fuck. When I was like five meters from her and, and her, the guy that was sitting next to her was there. And I, I was like, no, I'm just going to ignore it. If he wants to punch me, fine. I'll just, I'll just face the situation. If, he, if he's her boyfriend, I don't, I don't know. I'm just going to face it. I'm just going to talk directly to her. And then I went there. And then, uh, because I, I didn't know if they were boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, and I was only going to talk to her if I didn't know. But then when I got there, I saw her half naked body next to him and I was walking towards her three meters and she was like rubbing his neck. And I'm like, fuck, they are boyfriend and girlfriend. They, she was like rubbing his neck in a very like romantic way. But after I left there, so I walked around there. It must have been so fucking weird for them. But after I walked there and walked around, I felt much more like chill and fine with the situation because I faced it, right? I went there and I was going to face it because if if, 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 she, if he wasn't her boyfriend, I was going to say what was in my mind to her. So I it, it really like eased my mind 
So I went for the adventure. This place that I'm right now, it's called Salinas de San Pedro. And it's a very nice place with many pools of water that I colored red and where flamingos are hanging out. So very quick adventure. And uh, yeah, so that's it for today. I really think that this experience of really going for it and you're probably like thinking, you know, you really didn't, you didn't really talk to her. So how can you think that's a success? It really feels like a success to me because I wasn't gonna, I, I don't have this uh, dickness in me, even though people say you should be a bad boy. Fuck that shit. I don't have this dickness in me to talk to this girl that's topless with, with her boyfriend on her, on her side. So I, I'm happy that I took the, 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 the courage to go there and, and I was going to go and speak to her. Right. So. For more days of courage to come, and I hope that I can really build up this courage to talk to, talk to women and have very healthy and no no object objectification sort of conversations with them in the future. All right, so yeah, uh, I try to be as open as I can in this podcast. You might hate me, but I am just a guy trying to live the best that I can in life, and I got my urges for sure. I do. But I always try to be respectful with anyone that crosses my path. And so should you. And don't feel bad if you have an addiction with, or if you have like sexual urges that you feel like people are going to think it's so fucking weird. You know, we're all just trying to live our best in life. And so am I. You know, it's really hard to live with my mind every day. But I am every day trying to be better than I was yesterday. All right. And with that, I finished this episode of the podcast with Went Too Long for one week. So I will see you in the next week. Have a great fucking week. たどり着く夢の終わりにできるだけこのままで大人に見上げた果てしないこの大空に遠割り遠割幼き頃の夢物語忘れ地球の糸たどり未だ胸を焦がす残り病気してしまわないように乱れた晴れ渡る心に仲